0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Deep Dive with Dr. Hines, a D47 podcast. This is a conversation-based podcast, a platform for open dialogue, meaningful conversations, and a deeper understanding of the incredible community that we have here in District 47, where we are all driven by one mission, empowering all students, learners today, leaders tomorrow. I'm Dr. Kathy Hines, Superintendent of D47, and I am so proud of the group that is joining me today. If you haven't already seen on social media, Lundall Middle School seventh grade dual language students made it to the final round of a worldwide competition held by UNESCO called the Human Rights and Multicultural Challenge. They are the only United States school to move on to the finals. Here to tell us more about this incredible achievement, our dual language teacher, Miriam Agando, Principal Angie Compiere, and students Brie, Joshua, Charlie, and Sebastian. Welcome and congratulations to you all. If we could start, Ms. Ogando, what inspired the 7th grade dual language students to participate in the Human Rights and Multicultural Challenge?
1: Well, um, I made this same project some years ago in Basque Country, in my original school, and I saw that it was beautiful, so we can learn a lot of things, not only about geography or history, uh, we developed a lot of other skills, like how to present in front of people, how to prepare presentations with different materials. So I knew that it it's a beautiful challenge, and um, we can prepare that in social studies. So I, I thought that it was a, a beautiful idea. And I talked with Miss Compere about that, and she said to me, yes, of course, Miss let's go do <laughs> it. And here we are.
0: That's great. Thank you. Could you share some insights into the preparation and the efforts put in by the students leading up to this final round?
1: Yeah, sure. So we had a lot of work. These students, they were preparing their normal curriculum subjects, and in the meantime, learning about human rights, all the UNESCO's values. So it was difficult in the beginning, but finally, with a lot of creativity, a lot of effort, a lot of hours (laughs) outside (laughs) the school, (laughs) yes, we prepared everything, and I am super proud of them.
0: That's great, thank you. Mrs. Campier. As principal, how does it feel to have your school as the only U.S. representative in the finals of the UNESCO challenge?
2: It's obviously it's pretty incredible. Um, These kids have worked really, really hard and I've been so super proud of them. Uh, I think this is a European uh, competition. And so being a part of something that we've never been a part of before, I think, is really exciting for us as a school, for us, um, for our dual language program. And I think it's just exposing kids to something that they've never been a part of before, which is amazing. And and the fact that we're one of 15 schools within the entire world is incredible to me and I couldn't be more proud.
0: That's outstanding. In what ways do you think this achievement reflects the values and commitment of the school community here at Lundahl? We are really working to create
2: an inclusive environment here where all students are safe, loved, cared about. And so this project goes coincides with that mission and that value that we have of building diversity, building our knowledge and acceptance of all people regardless of their life experiences or where they are in
0: our world. That's outstanding. Thank you. Joshua, can you tell us some of the projects and tasks that you participated in as part of this challenge?
3: Um, Yes. At the first part of, like, when we first started doing the whole entire challenge, we started with this poster board about tons of, like, multicultural things and tons of just different cultures around the world. And after that, we were able to go on to another one, which is where we were taking our original posters that we have originally made and then like present them on a the screen and just tell more about them. And then after that we had a multicultural party including tons of different cultures around the world and now we're here. <laughs>
0: you make it sound so simple and yet I don't think it was. <laughs>
3: Not really, not
0: really.
4: <laughs> Sebastian,
0: can you describe the collaboration and teamwork that was involved in developing the project?
4: Yes, as we started um, going on to the contest, we had doubts that we were going to go to the finals rounds and even pass the first round. So when we started the first level, um, we we had to do a pri- uh, poster and like present it in in a screen and explain it to the judges. And when we were at the party, we had families to help us with all the food and decorations.
0: So you really had family join in as well. It wasn't just the kids in the
4: classroom, but it was... It was, yeah, it was also families that helped us with food and decorations. That's great. Charlie,
0: how has participating in this challenge impacted your understanding of global issues and cultural diversity?
5: It's definitely... um piqued my interest and changed some of the things that I know about, um, the things that I've studied. I did a project on Germany, and I learned some of the good things and, of course, the bad things. And I also watched my peers also do um, projects like that and also found other things that really, I found interesting that I didn't know before. So it was definitely good to learn all of that.
0: That's great. Each country has things to be proud of and some things we could all improve on.
5: (laughs) Well, don't we all? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
0: Bree, what challenges did you face during the earlier rounds of the competition, and how did you overcome them?
6: So when we first started, I feel like we didn't really realize how serious this was. We were kind of like, oh, yeah, we can like easily pass this. But, I mean, definitely when it goes on with like, the actual school curriculum and then having to, like, with the UNESCO values was definitely hard to like follow, especially since we have other classes that we need to worry about and like other homeworks we need to do, it was hard to like have that all on top of each other. And a lot of us have like extracurricular activities after school, like soccer and basketball and wrestling. And then we also have like the clubs part, which is like NJSS, student council, and Voices Latinas. But another hard part—I mean, this might just be for me, but also my peers too—like with the camera and presentations. Um, it was like a new fear I haven't really unlocked yet about how like having a camera in your face knowing that like whatever you do can be judged on if you pass or not was definitely
0: very nerve wracking. It Sounds very intense, yes. Sebastian, so I've heard people talk about that there was a poster round, there was, uh, it sounds like a cultural fair or cultural um, food kind of round what's the final round look like
4: so for the final round uh we have to do some uh health and we have to make a one minute video where you have to either do physical mental or different types of health so we have you also have to do acting and like you have to write a story too in one minute
0: it definitely sounds a little more intense than round one and round two yeah
4: it's it's a lot more because we have to do it in only 1 minute. Well, not not the like whole thing, but we just have to make a video that's only 1 minute long encompassing all of that. Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay. I can't wait to see that.
4: <laughs> Charlie, can
0: you tell us what you've learned throughout this process?
5: Yeah, I've I've learned a lot. I've also learned more about all of my friends from this cuz I've actually become better friends with I know Sebastian, Bree, and especially Josh. I was a little bit skeptical before, but I think, I think I've, he's, he's all right now. Um, but it was, it was a lot of fun, but it was also educational. So I just, I really enjoyed all of it. It was fun. It was an amazing experience that I'm sure not a lot of people get to have. Um, so I'm lucky to have done that.
0: Okay. So you're talking about it in past tense. Is the one minute video done?
5: No, no, (laughs) no.
0: Today's the first day. Mm-hmm. Today oh, today it was
5: today was the first day. Um, working on it? Working on it, yes. When is it due? January 31st. <laughs> okay, so that's coming up quick.
0: Well, I guess I have a question uh, for all four of you, if each one of you kind of wants to give me your thoughts.
3: What's been your favorite part of the whole process so far? Joshua, do you want to start? Um, my favorite part was when we had to make the posters at the start. I really liked how we had to research all the things, and it just gave us so many more opportunities to like learn new things that we haven't really known about before. And we just got to choose what we wanted to do and put it on a poster to present.
0: Great. Charlie, how about you?
5: My favorite part had to have been the the party. It was definitely a lot of fun. I saw a lot of people uh, get together. And it was amazing to see this whole community that we've kind of built based just off of this project alone so it was it was amazing to see and there were some performances too so that was a lot of fun
0: sebastian here he was
5: doing the salsa oh okay very nice but i'm sure he can answer that
4: okay so sebastian he kind of teed you up for this what's been your favorite part uh my favorite part is also the party because um i i dance with some of my friends and i was also happy to see like the families coming and bringing all the food and decorations to help us get this goal. So, um, I also saw a lot of my friends. Um, we we had a lot of fun. That's why it's probably my favorite out of this whole competition. That's great. And Brie. Mine. I'm gonna go with um, Charlie and Sebas. It was definitely
6: the party. Um, It was fun to see, like, all the work that we had all put together and how we passed with it. And on top of that, uh, me and my friend Mateo, we organized a speech for the whole community. And, I mean, at first it was definitely, I was nervous, like, really (laughs) nervous. But, I mean, at the end it was worth it to see, like, how much hard work and the dancing and the band performances that we had, that it worked out and it passed, especially the
0: food. The food is really good. Miss Ogando. so it sounds like the final third stage is due here at the end of the month, which is coming soon. What is the timeline to be notified with whoever gets to that final winner stage? Do we know?
1: So we don't know yet, but probably it's going to be in the end of the February or beginning of March, and they are going to put like in a TV show, in a live. Um, Lucky we, because we are going to be in the school, you know, in Spain there are seven hours more, so we are going to be all together, and for me, this is the beautiful part, because we are going to be all together sharing this moment, and we are going to know in the same moment, in the exact moment, if we win or not.
0: Well, that's great. And I know that I speak for everyone at District 47 when I say that we are so proud of you, your accomplishments, and everything you've done so far, and what you're going to submit in this final phase. Um, I'll be waiting to hear the final results. I'd love to see the video when it goes in. Um, But you should all be immensely proud of what you've done and what you've achieved so far.
1: Thank you. Thank you
0: very much. We are so excited to share these conversations with you on the podcast. Continue to subscribe and listen to us on all major podcast platforms. You can also find information about the podcast on our website, d47.org. And follow us on social media to stay up to date with all new episodes when they drop.